Hey everyone, Michael J. Nelson here. This is Like Trees Walking. Uh, Pastor Dave, my co-host, it seems like we're always doing special episodes now. Is that what we're, are we 80s sitcom TV? Today on a very special a very edition special. of Like Trees Walking. There's just very special things happening uh, in our world. There really are, yeah. This is the podcast where we talk about, I mean, special things. <laughs> But we talk about important things, uh, the big things of life, the big questions, the questions you have, um, you know, why are we here? What, uh, why did God make mosquitoes? Um, which we've never covered. No, we, we should. We should cover that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, we talk about big issues. We do it from a Christian perspective. I'm Michael J. Nelson. I work over at Rift Tracks. Um, and I go to the church of this guy whose name is Pastor David Berge, and That's he's right. here in the room with me having a delicious coffee. Oh, Mike brewed me a wonderful coffee this on morning. On a snowy morning here in Minnesota. It's which, very snowy outside. Yeah, which mostly most days are snowy in Minnesota, and this I, is one of them. I almost got in an accident. Good heavens. Oh, tell yeah. me. All right, open the show with accident report well it was so dumb because I, driving over uh i mike in good traffic or weather mike was about probably 12 minutes door to door for me to get to mike's uh world headquarters and so um it was not good weather this morning but it you know it took me just over probably 20 minutes to, to i looked here. at the grid uh on on maps yeah and it, it you know it was orange but yeah. it wasn't solid red and so if i had been heading east uh on the road I took, it was like a parking lot. Someone had gotten in an accident. They had spun off. Where I was going was smooth sailing because no one was driving. But the the even the freeways, which are usually very well taken care of by this point, they had that like they had been plowed, but they had that like frozen ice stuck oh, to the yeah. road that they can't get off, even though they should. And then the exit and entrance ramps oh, can still horrible. be treacherous. Oh, so I got well, off. Oh, uh, were there any SIG alerts? No SIG alerts. That's a little call-up because Dave and I both lived in California at the same time. You know SIG alerts, right? No, what, what are you talking about? No, that's the traffic when there's a crash. They call it a SIG alert. And it was like a guy. They all just call it that. And it was just a guy who reported traffic and he made it up. That's and amazing. So it was adopted by... I can't believe living in California you weren't aware of no. SIG alerts. Did you ever see the... There's like a video online of the guy who added like in California, like uh, to like the 210 freeway. He added like an extra exit. Like he figured out the laws and rules and like surreptitiously did a gorilla adding of like an exit sign like or a, a poster like this is how you get on the 210 East. Like get in this lane because people were always missing it. And he was so frustrated. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he like figured out the law for what the size needed to be in the font and spacing and went up. And he made it himself? And he made it himself. Like middle of the night? Yes. Wow. You know, he put on like the Caltrans, like so he looked like he worked for Caltrans <laughs> and like climbed on this side and added he's, it. And no he's one my knows. new hero. He's what a hero. hero. Yeah. He didn't wait for, you know, we need these kind of citizen yeah. heroes. You know? Anyway, I sidetracked just because you almost got, I almost got an, an accident. accident. Yeah. I almost got an accident. I was driving here. I was off the freeway. I was on kind of a main drag turning to, to go right to get over to by where Mike lives. And, um, very icy. I turned slow, but I, I just turned and there was a, you know, it's kind of a, it's a tight little turn when you turn right and then other people are out turning left. And I was like, I, I, I was taking it slow, but I hit the brakes and I started the slide. <gasps> the fishtail oh, or started, more of a, just, just a, a full just a straight slide. up slide. Oh, like I was just sliding and I could sure. see that I was going to not hit this person's car at a high speed because I wasn't going fast, but like, you know, even this person had a nice car. So I'm like, even if I hit him at like five miles an hour, I'm doing a little dent. It's not going to go over. We're well. going to be exchanging yeah. information. So I just jammed my foot on the brake. Thank God for anti-lock brakes. Yep. A mere inch away. 
Ooh, did you see the wide eyes of the other person or were they unaware? Uh, she was, she was wide eyed. And I was kind of like, I kind of tried to give her the like, whoa, that was close face, but she wasn't having any of it. Oh, did she give you the, how dare you? No, sir, no, actually she switched to indifference very quickly. Hmm. I was shocked because I was horrified. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit this person. I mean, wow. I had a, we once did like a full 180. Oh, I've, I oh, did. It was terrible. And we like nicked this car and it was horrifying. I had borrowed someone's car once. Oh, no. Went in kind of that, uh, you sure you want, you know, at the time when you're young, when cars are, are very dear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People probably may or may not have insurance. I don't know. Borrowed someone's car, kind of the, dude, I'm going to, it'll be fine. Took off, did the, the 180, turned into a 360, turned into <laughs> eventually a 720, down a, a street lined on either side with, with cars. cars. Oh, God. And I danced around the middle and around a curve. <laughs> oh, my God. And I righted myself and drove away going, <laughs> well, There's just I nothing better like get that. on the path to becoming a Christian because that was a, uh, obviously. <laughs> That's a miracle. <laughs> was a miracle. Yeah, yeah, the car I did, the 180, and then clipped a car on the freeway. And thankfully, you know, I had my kids in the car at the time. It was a PT Cruiser. <laughs> but and it's always like my but my aunt had owned this I, you should have totaled it she owned this pt cruiser and she sold it to me at such a good rate so like she sold it to me for so cheap of and course. so i was so grateful for my aunt for selling me this car but there was like the kind of like minimum amount of time that we felt like we had to own it before it and then before we could sell it you know without being right. rude yeah yeah and so my pt so i'd always whenever you roll up in a pt cruiser you have to like explain the backstory as to why am i driving this yeah PT well cruiser. you also what was the the mean or median age of the pt cruiser owner once you purchased one it had, it had to, to be in plummeted the... because <laughs> i was i was the outlier well, yeah. yeah if you're taking the mean i'm i'm dragging it you down. would actually throw away your stat on it like no that it's has a, to be it's garbage it's can't be yeah, that's not a good data point Anyway, why are we here? Oh, why are we here? That's a great. So we have an important topic to talk about today. And this yes. is one that, um, again, it's, it's, it's arisen in pop culture, but I think it touches on actually a lot of things that we've already, um, we've already talked about and, and great theological concepts. And this is one. So Mike, um, you know, you may not be aware of Disney Plus, a streaming service launched recently. I, I heard more about Disney Plus than I heard about, you know, name the new uh, the impeachment, you know, it's like <laughs> the biggest thing that has ever happened to the United States, to the world, the world. Yes, the world. So Disney Plus has launched streaming service. Um, there's a new original uh, series since, you know, Star Wars is now owned by uh, by by Disney, by, by Big Mickey. He owns it. And so there's a new TV series called The Mandalorian out there. Um, and I've been watching it. Oh, this is not. I thought the movie was called The Mandalorian. <laughs> no. Isn't there? There's a every Christmas, right? There's a movie or something. No, what are you talking about? A Star oh, there's Wars a, movie. There's a new, yes, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. But I thought that was The Mandalorian. <sighs> no, it's not. Okay, all right. And first of all, someone made The Mandalorian reference, and I was like, what kind of? Is that like now it's a super fruit? We all have to be eating Mandalorians or something like. I honestly did. I was like, "What? Are, what is this person talking about? The Mandalorian?" Mike, can I please get to the important the questions, theological questions raised by the show? Yes. So there's a. Can I just ask? Did Did Lucas guest write the name Mandalorian because it is so? I think that's a face, good name. Stupid. I think that's a good name. It's, okay. Now it's no Stinky the Hut, but um. <laughs> my, my, by far my favorite. <laughs> 
Star Wars character <laughs> or Nyenyub. But uh, but it, it you know Mandalorian has a I think it sounds cool kind of it's you know and it's a space western that's what the Mandalorian is so far I can tell it's kind of this you know shoot old western shoot 'em up but oh, getting back to Star Wars roots exactly then. man yeah. and so oh, Werner Herzog is in it being very Werner Herzog-y, it's great wow now, is you, he really his character is great let me hear your Werner Herzog impression. Now you must be here to get the credits for the child. That was a pretty good Clint Eastwood. I can't wait for your can you do a Werner Herzog. Can you do a Werner Herzog? I cannot do a Herzog. It's sort of that bored. I don't know. I, it's I like can't. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is he Austrian? Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, he's like okay. a demented Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's the best way I can describe him. We were fake doing pretending to do chicago accents on a podcast yesterday on on our sister podcast if uh, you will uh, 372 pages <laughs> yes and i saw people writing in like you guys were nowhere close to chicago we're like yeah we never we never claimed to be anyway the mandalorian i can uh, yeah. let's hear your chicago <laughs> accent that's how i was just thinking of this uh, yeah, the Bears are playing this weekend uh, down. Um, yeah, you know, down at uh, down at Old Soldier Field. You know, I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna go to Portillo's get a get a dog on are the way. Are you gonna get? A, are you gonna get them sport peppers yeah, on there? Yeah, you know, I'm the Jardinera. You know, I don't like it always on my Italian beef. I will go to Mister Beef over on Harlem. You know. Oh yeah, they they got the good uh, Jardinera there and the mustard. <laughs> yeah, see, that's good. I was told it was not. I'm just doing my cousins who are from there. I grew up near Chicago. I didn't grow up in Chicago, but uh, I knew a lot of people. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to maybe push back at these people. This is all madness. So yeah, we, anyway. we've distracted from the main point. <laughs> of course. Which is that there's a character, the early plot, well, the whole plot actually at this point is, is revolving around a, uh, a baby Yoda. Ugh. There is a tiny little cute, precious baby Yoda. Did he... Grow, he or she grow up to be friends with Stinky? I don't know. I'm, or, not, I'm sorry, he or she, it could be, also could be budding, so it could be asexual, or, I so I don't know. I don't want to, I know we don't, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, anyways, this young baby yes, Yoda character. The question is, uh, on the internet, is, you know, this character is very cute, and so obviously it's inspired a lot of, you know, people reacting like, wow, that's cool, amazing. Would you baptize? The theological debate, though, is would you baptize baby Yoda? Which I think plays into our one of our previous conversations is, you know, do aliens need the gospel? But anyways, <laughs> so the question is, would you baptize baby Yoda? Would you baptize a fictional character is the question. Well, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a thought experiment, Mike. Don't be afraid of the thought experiment. Um, sure, I'd baptize him in the Blue Gorian faith. <laughs> That's the thing I made up. It's Mandalorians who broke off back in the early and, days. And, Mandalorian, and they moved to the desert and they wrote their own Gnostic sort of religion. Well, it's interesting that you should say that, Mike, because the Mandalorians are themselves in the show pictured as a kind of religion. <gasps> really? Yes. Wow. What what kind are they? Uh, it seems to be... Are they like hippie Jesus freaks? No, it seems very stoic. Like, it is the way. Like, they're this warrior caste who have their own religion. It seems highly individualistic, though they do come together to make... Uh, the the ritual central ritual I've seen so far seems to be centered around making um, making armor. Uh, to the go girl and, will make us some armor. Do they do they go to the uh, what's the religion in uh, Game of Thrones? I don't where they I murder don't people. Anything. The hitman religion. It is it's a hitman religion. Okay, <laughs> it is it's a it's a murder cult. Uh, hit hitman sounds original religion and uh, but they always are like it is the way like when they're kind of, which is sort of like a 
resig, you know, a a um, it's a cone of of resignation. Life is suffering. Yep, exactly. But they bear it. But anyway, so would you baptize Baby Yoda in the Christian faith? Uh. Well, I'm not a pastor, so I can't, so I'm going to go to you. Well, you know, Mike... I mean, I guess I would be allowed in my view, but uh, that's neither here nor there. You know, I think we would, you know, I, I, I think we, first we have to turn to the scriptures and think, uh, does this um, does this space goblin, you know, have a, have a, have a rational soul? You know, and it appears that, that the, the Yoda, Yodakin... I don't know what species he is in the Star Wars verse, but he's certainly a, a rational uh, creature. You know, he he has language and uh, 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 conscience. Dis- discovery period? Yeah. Question, yes, please. Mike. I'm raising my hand, actually. <laughs> yes, Mike. Uh, is this creature, at least in the series, is this um, CGI or is this puppet-based? Is it Frank Oz or is it uh, lots and lots of guys on computers? Appear- and, uh, I mean guys and guys gals. And gals. Guys and gals. Yeah. Uh, it appears to be a CG creature, though I, I think it's a mixture because I do think with some of the tight shots and stuff, there's puppetry involved. So it's a it's a it's a amalgamation of of the okay. two. So right. the real it's a real creature for our purposes. Our thought experiment is a real creature. Do we know anything about the how the creature is is bred or? In other words, was it uh, the eggs on a on a lily pad? Oh yeah, I don't know. Actually, yeah, was it a... <laughs> was it like in a womb? You know, was it two yod yods getting it on, or uh, or yeah. was it like a, a egg laid and then? Yes. Yeah, He's, I don't know actually. If I don't know if that plays into that, but I'm just fact. That's a good question. Fact finding. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's pretend it's the old fashioned uh, humanoid. Okay, and Wait. insold. That's a, that is a that's a really that's maybe therein lies the rub. Is this an insult creature? Should we quickly Th- stop and discuss whether animals have souls? No, let's <laughs> save that for another podcast. But I'm going to say Yoda is insold, appears to be insold, have a rational soul, and so I mean, you know, for me, there's questions too of well, when we ba- I come from a tradition that baptized infants. I'm a baby baptizer uh, for sure. You know, one of the questions, though, when we do baptize babies is part of that is uh, the theological tradition I come from has a kind of covenantal understanding of of um, of God's relationship uh, with his people and um, and um, as the church, as the covenant community. So our children fully included within that community. You know, so my answer is yes. So therefore, uh, baptism as the right of initiation into that community, um, saying that the promises of God are just as true for them as they are for anyone else. You know, I would say that we, we you know, I would want to know, uh, I guess. So we baptize the, we baptize infants, but um, they're of believing parents, or at least one of the parents right. is it's a professional. It's a down Christian. payment. On, mm-hmm. In some sense, on yes. their bringing bringing them up, exactly a promise of bringing them up, and it is important. You know, I do also stress the importance to that. At some point, you know, we expect uh, this uh, infant, this child, in this case, the space goblin. Um, you know, if he had a believing parent, would at one point be brought to a place where he would make his own public profession of Christian faith. That this is something that, um, um, yes, he he was reared and raised up into, but it also is something that he claims um, as part of his own identity. Uh, uh, another another well. question. Question point yeah. of discovery. How many midichlorians? And what's the midichlorian count, count. on this? Um, now, th- now, to be clear, this is not Yoda's baby. This is baby Yoda. To be clear, I think it's just a baby of the same species as Yoda. Oh. I don't think it's Yoda himself. And- oh, because in that case, I guess I hadn't thought of it before, but he be- we know that he becomes sort of a, you know, a fake 
Buddhist, whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever they the are. For, the Force Jedi, you know, yeah, believer in uh, midichlorian virus or whatever, <laughs> which it eventually. Became. And one of the theories, one of the fan theories I've heard so far is that because they're these bounty hunters are paying all this money to get this baby Yoda, that they're trying to harvest the midichlorians from his uh, blood or something like that. And this baby Yoda does appear to be powerful in the ways of the Force. I mean, certainly this baby has the Force. Uh, within how, how long are we going to continue this? Okay, route? we got to stop. This is, <laughs> All right, sorry. Because we are, I'm looking at the timer. We're 16 and a half oh, minutes I'm in. I'm so sorry. Okay, I thought this, this was going to be all, It's all a farce. It's, it's all a ruse, all people. All a ruse. We don't actually care about this question no, at all. No, we don't. But it pertains to the thing that I that's I want to talk to you about, friends, because if we know, if you've learned anything from this podcast, I hope it's that Mike mike nelson it's not that he hates star wars it's just that he appears to be utterly indifferent to it yeah i don't know if when it's in front of my face there's contempt but as soon as it's gone i forget all about it maybe there are certain actors that you just like god i hate that guy but you don't think of him when he's not there you don't sit around going uh i gotta wake up tomorrow knowing that Jim J. Bullock exists. I, I, oh, I can't live in a world. That's what my opinion of Star Wars is like. Okay. Get it out of my face, but otherwise have at it. That just, that, I don't know why this just made me think of it, but uh, former world sexiest man alive, Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte. is in The Mandalorian with <laughs> yes. all this. Oh, yes, I've seen this. <laughs> Someone sent me that. He's like a, uh, uh, he's a hermit, like a space hermit, yeah, he's right? A space with hermit. jowls. Yes, it with a like flappy a jowl face. Caddy dog guy. <laughs> yes, like a kind <laughs> of. <laughs> Nick Nolte. <laughs> Former world sexiest man alive, Nick Nolte, is in the Mandalorian. It's so great. Anyways, okay. I just thought of you when I saw that, but yeah. and whatever. But anyways, folks, here's the deal, is that um, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out. And um, I thought my – I take this as a moment of inspiration, of, of divine inspiration, as I was mm-hmm. sitting there thinking about, wow, this new Star Wars movie is coming out. And I was thinking, am I going to go see it? I've seen all the other ones in the movie theater. And I thought – and I thought, wait, you seen all in the movie theater? Well, yes, because when they did the re-releases of the old ones, even I went and saw those. So I've seen every Star Wars movie. Wow, sad, movie sick man. But go on. I might be lying though. I don't think I saw actually the the Revenge of the Sith, the episode three, the sixth movie. I didn't see that one in the movie theater. That's that the one I didn't see, but I have seen it. Okay. So I don't want to lie. But anyways, the ninth movie is coming out. Like, and I thought, wouldn't it be great? And I thought about Mike, and then I thought about how much Mike hates Star Wars. <laughs> Or is indifferent and, and oh, well, <laughs> and somewhere I, between those two. And I just thought, wouldn't it be great to, I was like, how can I get Mike to go see this in the movie theater with me? And then I thought, well, how could I get other people to, um, how could we make him suffer? But not just for, cause I know Mike won't do it if I'm just like, Hey man, want to go see the movie with me? He'd be like, no, no, I, I don't. And oh, what could I, you know, he would just shoot me down. But I thought, what if we could leverage, um, this man's he is a large-hearted person his care for his humanitarian impulses could we as people band together to raise money for something good that would force mike's hand and make him go see this movie in the movie theater and and so i just put it out there to him i said mike for charity for a charitable cause would you go see this movie in the movie theater and he thought long and he thought hard that's the funny thing. It was not an immediate yes. No. Even no. though I knew how good the cause was, and it still required, hmm, stroking the This was like over saying, a, f- folks, I'm saying this is over a week. <laughs> this might have been a two-week process. And I said, you know, Mike, this is you, like you. And it was because like, I saw reality. I saw boots on the <laughs> ground. I saw me actually, like, putting money down on a counter oh. and saying, one for Star Wars, please. 
the and, Skywalker. And, what is it? Skywalker. I don't even know what it's I called. No, the rise of Skywalker. Uh, the reality of that is, you know, it's one thing to say I'm going to help you move, and then you go and you know go to somebody's house and they haven't packed, you know. So anyway, that's where I was at. But I I came around. Yeah. Came oh, Mike came around. He said, "Yes, I will do it." And so, folks, let me just explain what's going to happen here. And this is no guarantee. If we don't do this, Mike is not going to go see this movie. Yeah. Okay. And I can tell you what the last time I saw a Star Wars, a Star War in, in a theater <laughs> was, uh, uh, my longtime, uh, collaborator, Kevin Murphy challenged me to do it for his book. And so we went in the middle of the day and there were cosplay people. I think it was the, it, this was many years ago. Yeah. And, uh, and I fell asleep during that movie. So we're going to force Mike to stay awake during this one. He's yes. not falling asleep. We're going to go see the ninth movie. So here's the deal. There is the, the charitable cause is this. There is, um, uh, there is an organization called Ace in the City. Uh, it's a Christian community development organization. But what they're doing, um, actually, in our church facility, uh, they're transforming the basement into what they're calling the center of belonging. It's going to be a great place um, uh, where they're going to host all sorts of services for everyone in the community. Um, and, and when I say services, for example, there's an organization called Wayside Recovery. They work with... Uh, uh, mothers particularly who are in drug and alcohol recovery, um, helping them go through that process while they, you know, while keeping their children and keeping families intact and, and helping them get back on their feet. Um, and so Wayside Recovery is going to be down there. An organization called Emerge Mothers Academy is going to be down there that helps, um, single mothers. That's who they work with particularly for, um, yeah, for empowering them, um, uh, uh in their lives and their families. There's going to be a, a high quality plant based food shelf. Uh, the uptown, south uptown neighborhood association is going to be there so literally you know this is going to be um services that are open to everyone in the community they're radically transforming the basement to make it a, a great place for for uh, to offer these services um to 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 everyone in our community you know regardless of uh creed you know class mm-hmm. uh color any of those things like it's open to everyone and so we want to support them in that work and so we're going to put a link up so you can support um this cause help them raise money so they can do this they're very very close to meeting their goal their fundraising goal to do this and so we're leveraging um mike's hatred of star wars to try to help this out <laughs> and so the rules are this if we can raise just our little podcasting community if we can raise a thousand dollars mike will go see the movie and yes. we'll put links up to all this stuff and i don't know if they have a way to designate like why you're giving but if you could just end your donation in nine so that's either nine dot like have your donation end with either like a nine dollar figure or a nine cent figure or ninety or something like that. The nine will be the key. Since this is episode nine, the nine will be the key that you've given for that, so we can track it. And I'll have like the Facebook uh, 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 fundraiser bar that'll fill up, so we'll be able to track it. So if we get to a thousand bucks, Mike will go see the movie. If you donate five hundred dollars yourself individually. You can come see the movie with us. We're going to go see it on December 28th. Now, you have to find your own way to the movie. All right. Uh, we will. I'll, I'll buy your ticket. I will buy your ticket. So for $500, you get a ticket to Star Wars. <laughs> but you get to watch it with Michael J. Nelson. That's true. Just, and you get to slap his face to keep him awake. Pull his, pull his eyelids, you know, like, a, like a, a clockwork orange. We'll have his eyelids forced open. So he has to watch this entire movie, which you know it's going to be like two hours and 45 minutes. We better have legal disclaimers on this episode. You're not, no. not allowed to slap me. <laughs> with, a, with a fish. <laughs> Just slap his face. Keep awake. And, folks, if we raise $5,000, Mike will do very tasteful cosplay. So we're talking like a, like a Padawan, you know, like a, like a, like a, 
A robe, like a robe, like a robe with a lightsaber. Carry a staff. Yeah, robe staffs in this universe. (laughs) Basically, think of a think of a a a Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, Luke Skywalker. Does anyone do the who's the the floating anti Semitic one? (laughs) A Watto. (laughs) Does anyone do him? No one does Watto wings. (laughs) Watto cosplay. (laughs) And if we were to raise folks uh, three quarters of a million dollars, so seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Mike would wear the Princess Leia um, uh, sexy bikini. Uh, possibly. <laughs> I mean, it's we'll have a conversation if we were able to raise yes. $750,000. And I will um, I will be Jabba the Hutt holding the chain. Okay. <laughs> In that scenario. <laughs> but, then it's done. But just so we're clear, 1000 bucks, we get Mike to go see this movie. 500 bucks. You get to come watch us December 28th, Saturday. We'll see it somewhere in the Twin Cities. You find your way here. Uh, what, and we'll see it like Saturday, that Saturday afternoon. And your donation in nine or look at all the links. We'll have all the links for this stuff online. But please, friends, help me hurt Mike. And this is payback for all that horrible food he has served me. This is delicious payback for me. Wow. Concentrated into one. That's true. Like add it all up. Oh. And this is probably equal. (laughs) And we will document this. uh, You know, I I will document this uh, for posterity. Uh, We will show. So you know this happened. We will offer proofs. Pixar, it didn't happen. We will offer visual proof that Mike actually went to the theater. He sat and he watched it. And then we'll get a podcast reaction to the movie. That'll be like a little nice bonus episode. More uh, fact-finding and questioning. (laughs) Does a, like, wearing a trucker hat that just says, like, Star Wars on it in block letters, does that qualify as as a cosplay? No. Because I'd be playing a guy who likes Star Wars enough to wear a hat. (laughs) So, I mean, it technically qualifies as a costume. You have to do, like, a robe, like a bathrobe with a hood and a lightsaber. That's, That's minimum. And we'll do like a little, like the Padawan little braid. We'll get like a clip-on. Oh, okay. A little hair extension braid. Oh, I'll do that. Maybe I'll stay with that, too. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe I'll grow it out by then. So, <laughs> so, friends, if you could help me, Mike, how do you how do you feel about this? I feel very scared. Very scared. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, and especially going with a crowd of people. And then letting people know that I'm I'm here to see it. I, I I don't I don't know. I'm still I'm very very scared of this. This friends. So let's just you know you before you eat a spoonful of green powder or something. I'm sure you have a little bit of there's oh, trepidation. Boy. Yeah, that's I'm I'm trepidatious. Well, friends, let's my, my, the dark. That's Mike speaking from the dark side. The fear, you know. Um, let's tell him to give in to his fear. Uh, open my mind. Open his mind to the. I mean, this is the rise of Skywalker. It's going to be so great, such a fitting, and I can't. I can't imagine who Skywalker again. Which, like, wh- I, I, I just can't don't... even. I'm not even going to dignify that. With I'm, so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my, my gosh. I, honestly, because in the new ones, right? Is it some new person? So, is it Daisy Fuentes or whatever? <laughs> Daisy uh, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, she's she well. It's unclear. She seems like she could be, but uh, for sure, um, what's uh, Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher, their kid, Kylo oh, Ren? Okay. Kylo Ren. He's in the Skywalker lineage. So when I go, there's no Nick Nolte. Uh, not in this one. I don't think so. All right. Well, that's that's disappointing. He's only in the Mandarin Orange. The Mandalorian. If we if we raise ten thousand bucks, uh, I'll make Mike. Uh, 
Watch every episode. Watch of every episode. We'll binge. We'll binge the Mandalorian in one day if we raise ten grand. Okay. All right. I'll do that. Yes. All right. Can People, I bring, we a, have goals. Can I bring a flask? Well, yeah. Okay. You can always bring a flask, Mike. All right. So, friends, that's what it is. We'll post all the links to this stuff. Um, please help me make Mike suffer. Yeah. For a good, but for I mean, truly for a great cause. Like we believe very strongly in this cause. Yeah. It is. It is good, and that's why I'm doing it. So. uh Thank you for considering making me suffer. And thank you, Dave, for coming up with the idea. <laughs> oh, you're, you're more than welcome, Mike. Um, this is exciting. So remember, it's, and the day we're going to go, I don't want to go opening weekend because it's too much. No. And getting a ticket, like it just would be crazy. So December 28th, that's the day. If we hit our goal, we're going December 28th. All right. And so we'll know and we'll let you know when, when we hit the over a thousand dollar mark. All right. All right. Okay. Well, thanks. Cool. <laughs> Go get in an accident now. All right. This is <laughs> All right. like trees walking so long, everyone. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.